our Savior. Recently, I was speaking to a young lady who felt herself to be in an overwhelming situation. She felt stuck in this hole, and no matter what she did, she couldn't get herself out of it. She felt burdened, and she was looking for any, any sort of solution to help save her, which is actually what led her to the church, what led her to come to God. You see, you and I, we weren't meant to save ourselves. We can't. I can't make myself better. I can't take back the past. But God knows that. And God allows that to happen. Perhaps so that we know we're stuck and we turn to the only one that can help us. And that's what his plan is. His plan from the beginning of time is to help us, is to, is to save us. But if I never, if I don't need saving, well then I'd, I'll never turn to him. And so sometimes I think God, he invites us, but he also allows other things to happen that get our attention to turn to him. The prophet Isaiah says this today, for the yoke that burdened them, the pole on their shoulder, and the rod of their taskmaster you have smashed. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. That God's plan is to take what burdens us and throw it away, to remove it, to take it upon his own shoulders. That when we feel that heaviness, when we feel that darkness, he comes to us as the light of the world. What is this light? The prophet tells us, for a child is born to us. A son is given us. Upon his shoulder, dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. That in the face of darkness, in the face of hopelessness, God sends a child. God comes to us as a child. You ever think about that? That a child is an incredible sign of hope. Because it's looking to the future. And so God comes with hope, with light, as a child. And he comes in a way that's very different than what we want him to do. Don't we? Isn't it true that when, when things are just heavy, I want God to just come in and take it away. I want him to come in with his power and just do something. But, but God reveals his power as, as different than our worldly power. We see the worldly power at the beginning of our gospel. It says, Caesar Augustus calls for an enrollment. An enrollment is you know, kind of a, a census that he wants to know how many people and where are they so that how many people can I receive taxes from? That that's kind of more our impression of power, right? That we see people in positions of authority who are doing whatever they can to protect their power. But Jesus does something very different. Jesus comes with great humility and, and surrender. He submits himself to us. That he doesn't impose, but he invites. For example, none of us have to be here tonight 
That's why I love working with college students. It's like nobody has to be here. And so when they do come, when we do come, there's a certain willingness, there's, a, there's an openness that God can work with. That if we have no openness, God can't do anything. That God is everywhere, but the place he wants to go is actually into my life. That the, the symbol of the inn that had no room is a symbol of humanity that so often can close the door. And God waits. Revelation 3 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He who opens the door, I will come in and have supper with him. That this night when Jesus comes into the world, that's what he wants. But more than that, what he wants is to come into your and my life. And so he comes as a child to draw us, to invite us. This past fall is at the homecoming carnival, they, they bring in all these like roller coasters and different things on campus and um, Father Matt likes to walk around and ride the roller coasters too. So I, I was walking around and one of our missionaries is with us and he has a, a 22 month old or at least at that time and uh, now she's like two years old. And so he's walking around with this child and it was amazing to see, I mean there's hundreds and even there's like thousands of college students and they, they were all drawn to this child. She's very you know, smiley and happy, but, but people wanted to, like, hold her. There was one student who, like, he's like six foot four, and he put it up, her up on her, his shoulders. Um, and then there was another group of students, there were these, um, I don't think, Asian, Chinese exchange students, who maybe they themselves don't have any aunts or uncles or cousins or siblings, and so they really haven't seen many children. And so they were enthralled. They, they stopped what they were doing, and they all came and they just wanted to like touch, to like touch her arm and stuff. And, and I was struck by that. There's something in, in all of us that, that's, there's something non-threatening about a child. There's something innocent. And that's the gentleness that God wants us to know that, that he comes to us with. That he doesn't come with this, this mighty power that intimidates us and, and, and we should be fearful. But he comes with his heart open in which we are drawn and we want to be loved by him. And so God chooses to come to us tonight in our lives, right where we are. That's this, this image of the shepherds. The shepherds are out in their field. They're, they're working, they're doing their thing, but they're also away from the community. They're a little disconnected. They're also a little probably dirty. And maybe that's more symbolic of us at times, that you and I can feel disconnected from the community. We can feel alone, unworthy. And yet the Lord goes right to where they are, to meet them where they're at, and to say, I want you close to me. This isn't for all those other people. This is for you. This good news of great joy that will be for all the people includes you and I. And so God comes into the world, but where he really wants to go is into our lives. He asks us tonight, will you open the inn of your heart and let me come with my peace to save you from what burdens you, to show you that I have a plan and the power to bring good from the situation you're in. And so we come tonight with hope with expectation, with a desire for more peace in our lives. 
to know that where I'm at, God knows that God is with me and has a plan to move all things for good. Why? Because he loves me and he is my savior.